Hey guys, Kyle back with Kyle Burrell's Unedited Podcast, episode number 116. Oh boy, a lot to talk about. NFL, some upsets. Uh, looking forward to the Cowboys-Eagles game, new college basketball rankings, game predictions, great UFC fight night card. Uh, recap my conference championship predictions and my overall record that I finished with for the season because we do, I do pick all the bowl games, but we keep those separate from the regular, from the record, from the season. Uh, we'll get into what I had, my final rankings being, compared to the committee's top six. We'll get into the New Year's Six Bowl games, talk about them, and then we'll look at some other exciting bowl matchups. And then we'll finish off with a mock draft. Um, but let's start out with some NFL. Jags just took a tough loss to the Bengals at home in OT. 34-31, T-Law also gets in- injured. Don't know the severe, uh, sever- severity of the injury, but... He did get injured, and that's a bad loss for them. Um, one of, um, you know, I would say one of two shocking upsets is the Chiefs' offense can't get going again. Jordan play, Jordan Love played unreal. Leads the Packers to a 27-19 win at home. Um, yeah, Chiefs just really can't figure it out. I You know, I still love their defense. Their defense is very good, but at some point their offense, I can't keep them. I'm still waiting. But you know we're gonna. I'm I'm giving them. I'm. It's a long leash for the Chiefs because it's the Chiefs, right? But at some point I'm gonna have to. If they can't figure it out offensively, I'm gonna be like, okay, they're just not there. You know, I'm still gonna have hope, and Mahomes and Andy Reid can figure it out. But we'll see, man. I don't like the way it's looking. This late into the season, um, are the Colts for real? Beat the Titans 31-28 in OT, and now they're seven and five. The Indianapolis Colts. You know, everyone thought maybe. When AR went down, that, oh, you know, just be a wash season, kind of. See what they can do. Maybe they can get another high draft pick. But, no, the Colts are here, and they are ready to play. And they they want to be in the playoffs, and they're playing very good football, <clears throat> which I respect. And, like I said, you know, it's the AFC. I think, you know, the Browns, I think their spot might get taken away. I don't think they can do it without Deshaun. I don't trust the Steelers. Um, it's there's Really, in my opinion, it's wide open in that wild card, you know. You got the Broncos in there fighting for a spot. Um, you got the Texans at 7-5. and five. You got the Bills at 6-6 six and six fighting for a spot. The Bengals get a win tonight. They're 6-6 six and six all of a sudden. It's a tight race. Uh, it's become a tighter race in the NFC as well. A lot of teams are on that 6-6, six 5-7 and, six, five and seven line that are fighting to get in. Um, Stroud and the Texans hold on to beat Russ and the Broncos, 22-17. Late interception by Russ in the end zone. Tank Dell, though, out for the year. Huge loss there for Houston. Um, not good. You know, you don't want to see that happen, but Tank Dell goes down. Uh, wish him a speedy recovery and can't wait to see him play football again. He's an excellent receiver and just very exciting player to watch. So, yeah, uh, prayers to Tank Dell. Hopefully, you know, I guess a speedy recovery. Can't wait to see him back on the field. Uh, how about uh, Stafford and the Rams win third straight, beat the Browns 36-19. I said this a few weeks ago, don't count the Rams out yet. Stafford was banged up. He's come back. He's gotten a lot more healthy. Cooper Cup's there. Puka Nakua is still playing at a high level. They found a really good running back in Kieran Williams. Their defense is still good. Still got Higby. Yeah, I uh, I think they're going to get in the playoffs personally. Um, and That's a huge win. Uh, probably the biggest game of the weekend, though, was the Niners and the Eagles. And boy, did the Niners walk into Philly. And dominate. Uh, it was a slow first quarter. I think they had negative yards of offense. Negative six yards in the first quarter, down 6-0. After that, though, it was a blowout city. 
42-13 to after that first quarter. They win the game 42-19. You know, again, they're, they're hoping for a Cowboys win because now they own the head-to-head over the Cowboys and the Eagles. So they're hoping for a Cowboys win here come Sunday night. Uh, it's going to be a huge game down there in Dallas, uh, Sunday Night Football. Cowboys have the longest active home win streak in football. They need this win to have a chance to win the division. Um, you know, if they lose this one, it's pretty much just trying to protect the top wild card spot so you can uh, play the NFC South. <laughs> That's basically what it is. You want to play the NFC South if you can't get the if you can't win your division, you got to play the NFC South at least. Um, but it's a big game. I can't wait. I expect the Cowboys to go out there and win. They're playing really good football. Um, and it should be an exciting matchup, though. Uh, like I said, Eagles win. It's going to be nearly impossible to win the division because the Cowboys, even if they win, it could be tough to win the division with the schedule they have upcoming. They're going to play the Bills, who are fighting for their life. <laughs> um, they're going to play the Dolphins, who are looking to try to get a one seed. They're playing the Lions, who are looking to try to get a one seed as well. So yeah, it's 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 tough. Um, it's a tough to, it's a tough road, but you want these games. This this helps you build um, for playoff matchups uh, and playoff football. So yeah, I can't wait for the Cowboys uh, Eagles Sunday night. So let's get to my post week thirteen NFL top sixteen power rankings. Forty ers moved to one for me. Uh, again, dominating the Eagles. They're number one at nine and three. I didn't bump the Eagles far though. I can't. They've beaten the Cowboys, so I have them at two. I think the Cowboys, should, as rightfully so, should be favored. I think they're playing better. I think the Eagles, you look at their, their games that they've barely won, you could argue the Eagles, you know, record be a lot worse. But that's not, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Winning close games is a great thing for a football team that's trying to contend for a Super Bowl. Um, you got to win those games. So Eagles still two. Cowboys at three for me. You know, tight one against Seattle. You know, people can talk shit all they want. I thought it was nice to see the offense have to pick the defense up. Defense has been holding teams low, low, low all year, and now the offense had to rise up, and they did. They scored 41 points. Dak was impressive. Uh, should be front runner for MVP right now. I saw the Chiefs at four. I'm holding out hope. I just don't think, I don't trust. If you ask me, if you ask me about the AFC, Mahomes, Lamar, T-Law, Tua, who do you trust the most? I trust Mahomes by far. I don't trust any of those three yet. Lamar's proven in the past to not be great in the playoffs. Tua hasn't been in big playoff games. T-Law, he might actually be second for me because he won a big playoff game last year down 27-0, whatever, 24-0. But I still like the Chiefs. I think they'll be fine. Here's the thing. I think that they're probably still the favorites to win the AFC. I would not favor them over the Cowboys, Eagles, or Niners in the Super Bowl. Ravens at five, coming off a bye, they're nine and three. Dolphins at six, they're nine and three. Uh, Lions at seven, they're nine and three. Um, Jaguars fall to eight again, bad loss. And T Law's injured. We'll see what the injury is. Texans up to nine at seven and five. Bills at ten at six and six. And I know people are going to say, "How are the Broncos under the Bills?" I just still think the Bills are a good football team. Broncos at eleven at six and six. Colts up to twelve at seven and five. Rams up to thirteen at six and six. Packers at fourteen at six and six. Browns at fifteen at seven and five, and at sixteen the Vikings at six and six. Again, you, you know you think about it; it's a lot of teams fighting. Um, if you see it here, no, no NFC South teams in my top sixteen. That's how bad the division is. That division is terrible, in my opinion. I think Tampa Bay is going to end up winning it. I think they're going to go beat Atlanta uh, on Sunday, and I think they're going to figure they're going to win the division. I think I think they're the they're the best overall team in that division, in my opinion. 
But let's uh let's add the Super Bowl bubbles. We like to do these every once in a while. So NFC my NFC um my post week thirteen NFL tier rankings, um for the NFC. So get draft ready. Uh, Redskins, Giants, Bears, Cardinals, Panthers. Y'all y'all just keep scouting. Okay, keep scouting. Um, for me, probably not playoff teams, the Saints. Uh, Derek Carr has been an absolute disaster there, which I'm shocked by. I had them winning that. I think before, I would have to go look, but I think I had them winning that division by two or three games. It's been a rough look for the Saints. I don't think they're a playoff team. Uh, playoffs, question mark. A lot of teams in this one because there's just so many. Uh, we'll go. This is. Uh, um, oh, shoot. Hold on. Got to fix one thing. This is my order from top to bottom on these teams. Okay, so who I think is the, who I think, you know, more likely to get in. I got Rams, Packers, Vikings, Seahawks, Buccaneers, Falcons. Now, I don't think the Buccaneers or Falcons will both get in. It's going to be whoever wins the division. I don't think they get a wild card. Surefire playoff teams, the Lions. I'm not going to call them Super Bowl, Super Bowl bubble team, though. I just can't. And Super Bowl bubble for me, it's obviously Niners, Eagles, Cowboys. That's my Super Bowl bubble for the NFC. AFC, get draft ready. Raiders, Jets, Titans, Patriots. Again, like I said about the NFC teams, start scouting. So we got nine teams in that uh, in that bubble. Um, probably not playoff teams. You could say the Bengals are playoff question mark tier, but I just don't trust Jake Browning to go. They get they gotta probably go. You've gotta probably get nine at least, and maybe ten. I don't know if I trust him to go three and two or four and one. So I got Bengals, then Chargers. I'm going to be honest, 6-0 New England. What the fuck was that game? Wild. Uh, playoffs question mark. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to go Texans, Bills, Broncos, Colts, Browns, Steelers. Those are the playoffs question marks. Again, I think that I got two teams in Surefire playoffs, two teams in the Super Bowl bubble. All four of those teams are going to win their division, in my opinion. Playoffs question mark. Three up for grabs. I got six teams in there. Uh, so surefire playoff teams. I'm going Dolphins, Jags. Now Jags could be changed next week. I don't know. I don't know the severity of uh, T Law's injury, and then Super Bowl bubbles, Chiefs, Ravens. So that'll be and shout out. I want to shout out also. I uh, I didn't do. I'm gonna bring back QB chopping block next week. Sorry about that. But Jordan Love, what a game he played, unbelievable. And Jake Browning tonight, what a game. Um. Yeah, you know Jordan Love. He looks good now. He's starting to play. He's starting to figure it out more. Which I love to see. Uh, it's great for him, but yeah, um, what a win for Green Bay. Um, but yeah, so again, this could all change though. Jaguars, are they a surefire playoff team? If he goes down, we'll see what happens. Chiefs need to figure it out. They got Buffalo coming to town. Um, oh yeah, I guess we can go real quick game picks. Um, just early game picks. Thursday Night Football, Patriots, Steelers. Give me the Steelers 20-10. Sunday early games, give me the... Ravens over the Rams in a tight... This is really the Rams' last big one. I'm going to go the Ravens 24-20. Buccaneers at Falcons. Give me the Bucks 24-17. Lions at Bears. For some, It can't be my upset of the week, but I have a strange feeling but I have a strange feeling Chicago's going to win this game. I don't know why. Um, it can't be upset of the week, though, because it's only at plus three um, for Chicago. So it's got to be three and a half or higher. So I'm going to go Bears 30-27, though. Um, Colts at Bengals. Give me the Colts 24-19. Panthers at Saints, give me the Saints 27-17. Texans at Jets, give me the Texans 23-16. <clears throat> Vikings at Raiders, give me the Vikings 26-20. Seahawks at Niners, give me the Niners 31-20. Uh, Broncos at Chargers, give me the Broncos 20-19. Bills at Chiefs, I'm going to go Chiefs. I don't know, though. I could see the Bills winning. 
Uh, me and Fee talked about it, but I'm going to go Chiefs 27-24. Eagles at Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys 34-30. Two Monday night games, Packers at Giants. You have to pick an upset of the week. My brother got to choose his first. He chose the Rams over the Ravens, which I would have probably chose. I'm going to go with the Giants because I just don't, I don't know why. I'm just going to go Giants 19-17. Packers are probably going to win that game, though. And Titans at Dolphins. Give me the Dolphins 35-23. <clears throat> All right, so some footy. Let me grab a drink, and we're going to get some footy predictions. Uh, kind of a strange week for the Premier League. For the Premier League match day predictions. Match day 14 starts, I believe, tomorrow and ends on Wednesday. And then they have, Premier, then they have match day 15 on the weekend, so it's a tight week. <clears throat> so I got both predictions out. My record right now, 75 wins, 36 losses, 29 draws. So for match day 14... Burnley at Wolves, give me Wolves 2-1. Arsenal at Luton, Arsenal 3-1. Liverpool at Sheffield United, Liverpool 4-1. Nottingham Forest at Fulham, Fulham 2-1. <coughs> Brentford at Brighton, give me Brighton 3-0. Bournemouth at Palace, give me Palace 1-0. City at Villa, give me City 2-1. Chelsea, Manchester United, give me United 2-1. I can see that being a draw though. Newcastle at Everton, give me Newcastle 1-0. West Ham at Tottenham, give me Tottenham 2-0. So those are match day 14. Match day 15, Liverpool at Palace. Give me Liverpool 2-1. Can always be a tricky place to go play. Uh, Bournemouth at United. Give me United 2-0. Brentford at Sheffield. Give me Brentford 3-2. Forest at Wolves. Give me Wolves 1-0. Burnley at Brighton. Give me Brighton 2-1. Arsenal at Villa. Give me Villa at home 2-1. Chelsea at Everton. Give me Chelsea 2-1. West Ham at Fulham. Give me Fulham 1-0. Man City at Luton. Give me Man City 4-0. And Newcastle at Tottenham, big game. I'm going to go Newcastle 3-2 at Tottenham. I think Tottenham's going to start to take a slide a little bit. All right, so here's a couple college basketball. We're going to go power rankings and then big game predictions. Started off so well in big game predictions. Been tough. We went 5-5 the week before. We 4-5 this week. All right, so my 4.0 college basketball power 16 rankings. Arizona 1 at 7-0. Kansas at two at seven and one, Purdue at three at eight and one, UConn at four at seven and one, <clears throat> Houston at five, they are eight and zero, oh. Baylor at six they are eight and zero, oh. Marquette at seven six and two, Gonzaga eight six and one, James Madison nine at eight and zero, oh. Texas at ten at six and one, FAU at eleven at seven and one, North Carolina at twelve at seven and one. Creighton at 13 at 7 and 1, BYU at 14 at 7 and 0, Colorado State at 15 at 8 and 0, Miami at 16 at 6 and 1. <clears throat> My next 5 out, Kentucky 6 and 2, Duke 5 and 3, A&M 6 and 2, Illinois 6 and 1 and Oklahoma 7 and 0. Uh my this is the fourth college basketball big game big games of the week prediction December 5th through the 11th. Like I said last week 4 and 11, now I'm 17 and 10. Started off really well. Let's let's take a look. Uh, was it one, one nine and one, then four and four, then four and five. So we got to get back on track here um, for these big game predictions. Starting out Tuesday, December fifth. Podcast will be out tomorrow, uh, Tuesday morning. So I'm gonna go Illinois over FAU. This game's played at MSG. I'm gonna go UConn over North Carolina. Game is also played at MSG. Wednesday, December sixth. I'm gonna go Marquette over Texas. This is in Marquette. Saturday, December 9th, give me Kansas over Missouri. 
fuck Missouri. <laughs> it's at Kansas. Tennessee over Illinois at Tennessee. Arizona over Wisconsin at Arizona. Purdue over Alabama in Toronto. That's Saturday, December 9th. Sunday, December 10th. Give me Miami over Colorado. That's played in New York. <clears throat> All right, so let's go UFC Fight Night. Dariush versus Sarukian. Reactions. Wow, what a card. Uh, Armin KOs Dariush in a minute. Brutally. Biggest one of his career. Massive win. Um, only steps up here, I would think. But you never know because we're going to get into what's next. It's tough for me to do what's next because is Gaethje or you know, Chandler's going to be locked into the Connor fight. Gaethje... Does he want to fight? Is he is he going to wait out a title? Does Poirier want to take on a Sarukian at this point in his career? It's tough looking at lightweight right now. Uh, Jalen Turner KOs Bobby Green in round one. Maybe a late stoppage. I think he took four or five unnecessary blows after. Kind of a late stoppage in my opinion, but a big win for Jalen Turner on short notice. Um, Figueredo gets a pretty easy unanimous decision win over Font in his first fight at Bantamweight. Looked good. Uh, big win for him. Again, And you know, I think he's... You know, he could win a couple fights. He can get in that title picture easily at Bantamweight. Uh, Sean Brady out-wrestles Gaslam in route to unanimous decision win. Yeah, Gaslam's wrestling defense, shocking to me, was not up to par. Sean Brady was able to do what he wanted uh, when it came to wrestling and on the ground, and he just dominated the fight. He looked good. Uh, Misha Tate dominates with wrestling. Subs Julia Avila in round three. Big win for Misha Tate. You know, I always said that I think if Ronda came back, UFC 300, Ronda Tate 3, I think would be a perfect time. She's just got to win. You know, if Ronda wanted the fight again, you know, there was rumors she had the itch. Who knows if that's true or not. But for what's next, I mean, she Tate, I'd like to see Holly Holm re- uh, rematch. Why not? Holly just lost. You know, Tate's still definitely not going to get back in the title picture. Why not Holly Holm, Misha Tate? Headline of a fight night or even a co-main event of a pay-per-view. It's two big women or two big names of women's MMA fighting each other. So uh, I'd love to see it. Kelvin Gassum, I'd love RDA route. RDA's looking for bigger names and really not looking for, you know, up-and-comers. So why not a Kelvin Gassum? He's been around for a while. Both guys have. So I think Kelvin RDA makes sense. For Sean Brady, Gilbert Burns, um, I think would be a sick fight. Um, tough fight um, for both guys, but I think that'd be a great fight. Rob Font, uh, Ricky Simone, I think that'd be, he's coming off a loss. I think that's an exciting matchup. For Figueredo, I like the Dom Cruz fight. Um, I really do. I like the Dom Cruz fight. I think it would it would be one that Dom would get up for. You know, a former champion. You know, trying to, you know, make another run in a new division. I think that's a great matchup. Bobby Green, Anato Moyakano. I mean, a fun fight. You know, I just Bobby Green. Don't want to see him fight up and comers. Really, maybe a you know a fun fight with Moyakano would be great. Jalen Turner. I went Grant Dawson, who's coming off a loss to Bobby Green, obviously. Uh, but you know, Grant was an up and comer, and you know, I think that's a great matchup. Uh, for Benil Dariush, I don't know. Like I said, uh, a win probably would have earned him a Poirier or a Gaethje. Um, but a bad loss, I don't know what to do. Maybe Dan Hooker, if he's still, if Dariush wants to continue, he's older. Um, you know, it's two knockout, first round knockout losses in a row. But a Dan Hooker fight could be intriguing. And for Saryuki, and like I said, it's going to be tough, I think, for just because Armin's not a huge name, you know, um... It's just tough. He's not a huge name, you know, for a Poirier or Gaethje. You know, the casual fans, I mean, don't really know Armin. And I just don't know if Gaethje or Poirier or either one of them, are they really... You know, Gaethje kind of did it. Maybe it's time for Poirier to step up and do it. Gaethje did it. He fought Fazeev and beat him. Um, And then he got a bigger fight. He got the fight with Poirier. Maybe it's time for Poirier to fight him. But I think I went the route of a Gamrot rematch. I thought Armin was robbed in the first fight. 
Um, I think Armin's better than Gamron. I think he's gotten better since that fight as well. That was his last loss. I think that would be a good fight, a rematch on another main event of a fight night, Sarukian versus Gamrot 2. So before we get into my rankings and the college football committee's decision, and we'll discuss if I agreed with it, let's get into my recap of the conference championship games. Um, so I hit the I want, nailed. I got the Sun Belt correct. I had Troy. I had the Mountain West. I got Boise. Um, lost the MAC. I had Toledo, Conference USA. I had Liberty. They won. I got didn't hit the American. Tulane lost. ACC. I had Florida State. Um. Big 10, I had Michigan. Big 12, I had Texas. Lost the last two, though, with Oregon and Georgia. Um, so my I went 6-4. and four. My overall record this year is 51-29. and 29. Pretty good because I started off bad. Um, you know, it was looking like, holy cow, am I going to stay Am I gonna stay around 500 for the whole season? Got well above that. Did pretty well. Um, so, yeah, and my Heisman pick. I'm taking Jaden Daniels, and I think everyone is. He's obviously going to win it now with that Bo Nix loss. Jaden Daniels, quarterback LSU, he's going to win the Heisman for sure. So here we go. Let me get a quick drink, and then we're going to discuss the rankings and if the committee did it correctly. I did my final rankings uh, Saturday night after all the games. I did my rankings and see how the committee, how I match up with the committee, and it matched up the exact same. Top four. I had Michigan. Washington, Texas, Alabama. Those were my four. Um, I had Georgia actually at five, though. Florida State at six. Um, here's the thing. I know I know it sucks for Florida State and their players. It really does, and I feel for them. It, it, if it was fair, Florida State would be in. Here's the issue I have. We've had some, we've had some bad semifinal matchups, you know, and stuff like that. I think the teams they put in are the four best currently that give us the best chance at three really good football games, the semifinals and then the national championship. I don't think Florida State would have gave us a good game against Michigan. I don't think Michigan's very I don't think Michigan's all that, but God, they're definitely better than Florida State and they would have I think they would have beat them by you know two, three touchdowns. I don't think the game would have been competitive. I think you would have saw a 31-10 Michigan win. Michigan Alabama is a lot more intriguing, and yes, you can. Be, <laughs> a lot of people are saying, "Who is Alabama beat in the regular season?" Okay, well, if you want to just talk regular season for a second, right? Florida State's best win was LSU. Alabama also beat LSU, right? But people are just overlooking the fact, and it doesn't make any sense to me. You know, I just I chatted with a bunch of people. Alabama just beat the number one team in the country who had won 29 consecutive games. That's the best win in college football this year. Well, why play the games? Well, here's the thing. Why, you The games do matter. But it also matters that you don't have your starting quarterback. You scored 24 points against Florida, who's a terrible defense. You, bear, you beat Louisville 16-6. to Alabama just went and won the SEC championship. 27-24 against Georgia. Who was the number again the number one team in the country? Twenty nine straight wins. It's the best win in college football this year, right? I think Texas owns the second best win at Alabama. You know, Michigan holds a great win. Washington holds a great win. Florida State's best win was nine and three LSU, who Alabama also beat. Yes, the games matter, but we also want the four best teams in the playoff. I thought the committee would put Florida State in. 
for a long time. And then when, and then I just thought about it, I was like, Florida State has to beat Louisville by 40. If they don't beat Louisville by 40, they're not in. I truly think if Florida State would have went out there, and they're even, I know it was their third string quarterback, injuries happen. But you can't tell me, Florida, no one can look me in the eye and say, don't don't think of anything outside. Don't think of the record. Don't think of you know. Don't think of the cir- think of the circumstances. Right. Just think of the circumstances. Florida State's in. Yes, they're thirteen. No. You can't look me in the eye and say Florida State is one of the four best teams in the country. I think I'm being generous having them at six. Florida State's current team. I wouldn't pick them if teams were just playing right and they had their full rosters. I wouldn't pick Florida State to beat Oregon, Ohio State. I think they would struggle, and they might not beat Missouri, Penn State, Ole Miss, and Oklahoma. That's all I'm going to say. I just don't think that they're one of the four best teams in the country, and that's the objective. It's not like they put 11-1. Like, it's, not, it's not like Alabama missed the SEC championship and were 11-1 and they threw them in. Right? They went and beat Georgia. It's the best win of the season. They ended the 29-game win streak. It's the best win of the season. No one has a better win on their resume than Alabama. Beat the number one team in the country who had won 29 straight games. They are one of the four best teams in the country. Florida State is just not. Again, it's not fair. If it was fair, Florida State should be in because they're undefeated. But again, people aren't taking in the thing. They don't have Jordan Travis who makes them go. Yes, their defense is very good, but can you tell me... They put only put 24 points on Florida, who had just, I mean, teams were just running through Florida. Points after points after points on Florida. Then they win 16-6 against Louisville, who was coming off a loss to a 6-5 Kentucky. I mean, come on. At the end of the day, they got it right. They got it right for sure. So again, my other rankings finish out. We just named it. Georgia at 5, Florida State 6, Oregon 7, Ohio State 8. Missouri 9, Penn State 10, Ole Miss 11, Oklahoma 12, Arizona 13, LSU 14, Notre Dame 15, Liberty 16, 13, no shout out Liberty, New Year's Six Bowl, Iowa 17, Louisville 18, SMU 19, and shout out SMU for winning the American Athletic, NC State 20, Kansas 21, Clemson 22, Tulane 23. So these are the New Year's Six Bowl uh, bowl games. The Rose Bowl is a college football semifinal played in Pasadena, California. Michigan, Alabama. What a game that's going to be. I'm not going to give my predictions yet. We're going to save that down the road. Um, early thoughts, I would take Michigan. I would take Alabama, sorry. Um, I'll give early thoughts, but these aren't going to be legit predictions right now. All-State Sugar Bowl, college football playoff semifinal as well in New Orleans, Washington, Texas. I would lean Texas, but I think... The way Texas can stop the run, correct? I think they would have been it would have been a better matchup for them against Michigan or Alabama because Washington could chuck the ball around the field. It's a tough matchup for Texas. It's also gonna be tough for Washington to stop Texas, but it's a this was the worst matchup for Texas out of the three, in my opinion. Out of the three teams. Fiesta Bowl played in Glendale, Oregon versus Liberty. Um Bo Nix is playing, I believe, so that's good. Um I don't think Liberty has a chance, but you never know. Orange Bowl. Here you go, Florida State. Yeah, you didn't get in. Show the committee why you should have. You played Georgia, 12-1 Georgia in the Orange Bowl. Now you can show the committee why you should have been in. We'll see what happens. I'll take Georgia. 
uh, Peach Bowl, Penn State, Ole Miss. Good matchup here. Uh, I'd lean... I'd lean Ole Miss, I think, but I don't know. It's a toss-up. Cotton Bowl Classic, Ohio State, Missouri. I'll take Ohio State because I can't stand Missouri. Um, but let's look at some other exciting... we got the bowl game list here. Let's just scroll down if they see anything. The L.A. Bowl, UCLA, Boise. Eh. Tech versus Cal in the uh, Independence Bowl. I'm just looking for some exciting ones. Games that could really just be exciting matchups. I mean, some of these, some of these teams that aren't you know power five, they will be exciting games. You get high scoring thrillers. James Madison got a bowl. They play Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl. That doesn't make any sense. Why they couldn't have? Uh, okay, why they didn't play for their conference title? It's just so stupid. I can't get over that. Northwestern Utah, that's shitty. San Jose State Coastal, Quick Lane. Kansas UNLV. I'm talk about my Jayhawks a little here. And the guaranteed rate bowl in Phoenix, Arizona. So happy. I'm so happy that, you know, what a season. You know, yes, we probably, you, you could look at the thing and say, man, we could at least be 10 and 2, 11 and 1. I don't give a shit anymore. We're, we went 8 and 4 this year. Incredible season. A chance to go 9 and 4 and win a bowl game down in, uh, down in Phoenix. Can't wait for that. Um,. North Carolina, West Virginia, probably pretty shitty. Louisville Southern, U, Louisville USC, Caleb's not playing. Oklahoma State A and M, that'd be interesting though. A and M's probably got forty guys in the portal. Um, SMU Boston College, eh. Uh, K State, uh, NC State, getting to see uh Kansas kid Avery Johnson play in the bowl game in the Pop Tarts Bowl against NC State. That should be a good game. Oklahoma Arizona, interesting because uh, Dylan Gabriel's in the portal, but good game. Clemson, Kentucky, eh. Notre Dame, Oregon State. I'm sure Hartman's going to play. It's his last game in college. Oregon State won't have their quarterback or their coach. But there's an all right game. Um, yeah, some of these bull games. It just gets watered down because people don't play in these games anymore, you know? It's just not as exciting sometimes. Like LSU, Wisconsin. I would expect Jaden Daniels to play, though, right? I think it's his last year of college. I would expect him to play. Iowa, Tennessee. I mean, snooze. Yeah, these games just they're, they're just not what they once were. Now with the playoff and the portal and everyone not everyone opting out of playing, it kind of sucks, right? So seven point again, you're probably gonna get a mock draft the week uh, as season as it gets later in the season. I went a little different route though. At one, Bears via the Panthers. I have the Bears taking Marvin Harrison Jr. I have them in this one sticking with Justin Fields and taking Marvin Harrison Jr. Patriots at two get Caleb Williams, quarterback at a USC. And now here's why I have a trade, because I think the Cardinals, they are hoping that it goes Caleb, Drake, May, if they're here at three, so they get Marvin. If not, I think it's a great idea to trade out. So they trade with the Raiders. Raiders get pick three. Cardinals get pick nine, a second in this draft, a twenty, a first in 2025, and a fourth in 2025. The Raiders then select Drake May, quarterback North Carolina. Bears on the clock at four take Olu Fashanu, offensive tackle, Penn State. Jets up to five take Joe Alt, offensive tackle, Notre Dame. Titans at six take Keon Coleman, uh, wide receiver, Florida State. Again, these mock drafts, people are going to say, oh, you have wide receivers going too late. They're going to change all the time. They're going to change all the time. Redskins at seven take Dallas Turner, edge of Alabama. Giants at 8 take Brock Bowers, tight end Georgia. Cardinals now at 9, 
via the Raiders take Latu Latu, edge out of UCLA. Saints at 10 take Kool-Aid McKintree, cornerback Alabama. Falcons at 11 take Shador Sanders, quarterback Colorado. Again, he might not be in all these mock drafts if he announces that he's staying or what he's doing. We'll see. Um, Bengals at 12 take Jerzon Newton, interior D lineman, Illinois. Chargers at 13 take Cooper DeGene, defensive back, Iowa. Vikings at 14 take Jaden Daniels, quarterback, LSU. Seahawks at 15 take Chop Robinson, edge at a Penn State. Houston at 16 via the Browns take Malik Neighbors, wide receiver, LSU. Bills at 17 take Nate Wiggins, cornerback, Clemson. Broncos at 18 take Jared Versailles, edge at a Florida State. Buccaneers at 19 take Romo Dunes, wide receiver, Washington. Packers at 20 take J.C. Latham, offensive tackle, Alabama. Rams at 21 take Talise Fuaga, offensive tackle, Oregon State. Steelers at 22 take Cameron Kinchins, safety out of Miami. Colts at 23 take Emeka Egbuka, wide receiver out of Ohio State. Cardinals at 24 take Kalen King, cornerback Penn State. Chiefs at 25 take Brian Thomas Jr., wide receiver LSU. Cowboys at 26 take Amarius Mims, offensive tackle Georgia. Dolphins at 27 take Chris Jenkins, interior D lineman out of Michigan. Lions at 28 take Terrion Arnold, cornerback Alabama. Jaguars at 29 take Leonard Taylor, interior D lineman out of Miami. Uh, 49ers at 30 take Graham Barton, offensive tackle Duke. Uh, Ravens at 31 take Braylon Trice, edge out of Washington. And Eagles at 32 take Tyler Newbin, safety out of Minnesota. So there's my 7.0, and that will conclude the pod. Again, we sorry about the unedited, just kind of conflicting schedules, couldn't get it out. But um, yeah, uh, kind of a rough week for me. Um, went down, lost the 5U, lost some others. Didn't have a, a great week. I'll, here, I'll get the current standings for us. Uh, Colby hit the parlay, so that was huge for him. Um, so he he doesn't go minus as bad. So the standings go Nick at 15.9, Zach at 0.59, Carter at minus 11.4, me at minus 21.9, and Colby at minus 24.24. Um, games of the week, I'm on top. It's all separated by one still. I'm at 37-29, Nick at 36-30, and 30, Zach at 35-31 and 31 now, Carter at 34-32, and 32, and Colby at 33-33. and 33. So, okay, we should be back this Thursday, hopefully, with uh, um, with KB and the boys, uh, as long as, again, schedules line up. But, yeah, um, again, thank you guys for listening um, to the pod. Uh, cannot wait for the bowl game start. Of course, I'll get my bowl game predictions. I'm going to get all the bowls. Uh, list it out and do my predictions. I'll probably have that next week. No, yeah, I'll have it next week because the bowl game starts the sixteenth. So I'll have it next week on the, on unedited, my full bowl game predictions. Uh, for every bowl game, we'll keep track. But yeah, thank you guys for listening, and we'll be back Thursday with KB and the boys, and next Tuesday with unedited. Thank you all again. Peace.